Okay, and we're back in five, four. Wait, you're telling me there's more? <sighs> Good afternoon and welcome back. Hi, Scott. Hi, Anna. What are we talking about today? We're talking about getting magazines done. Yay! So what what do you do to get magazine done? Because we, we are done with September, right? That's yeah. what month we're on, September? Yep. Yeah. We just got done with September. So the process, I'll just start from the beginning of the process. Um, first thing we do is after a magazine gets done is we brainstorm for the next magazine. So... Um, which we're already doing for yes, October. Which we have started doing for October. And then we, once we um, brainstorm those ideas, we get a concrete list together. And then we get the contact information for the people on that list. And from there, we um, contact those people to set up interviews. And then from the interviews, uh, setting up the interviews, we do the interview, take pictures, and then write the story. So how long does that usually take? Like what, like for me... I like I said last time, I just take pictures and that takes me, you know, the hour or so, whatever, that we're there interviewing the person and then another couple of hours to edit the photos. I don't know how long it takes to write a story at all. Um, it depends on the person. So uh, lately, within for the past, I guess, year and a half, I've been using um, an app to automatically transcribe the interviews that I'm conducting. So... Um, Depending on the length of the interview, and it one, it depends on the length of the interview, and two, it depends on the amount of notes that you've taken. So sometimes I'll take notes during the interview just to have an idea of like what was talked about when to help me in the writing process. Um, Elizabeth, however, can knock out a story in a day, whereas it'll take me one day of thinking about it and then another day to just, you know, sit down and write. And if I can write it all in one sitting, it's done. If I can't write it all in one sitting, it might take me three days. See, I've only written, I think, three stories for the magazine. And they were, I didn't interview anybody. So I didn't have to get it approved by anybody. And it took me probably an hour, two hours for each one. And I got to say, they were all equally not great. <laughs> they were fine, Scott. They weren't bad. Jeez. I'm not a writer. They, they, weren't, they weren't the best. Um, so, but we do, like, like I just said, we get them approved yes. by the person we interview. Is that normal? Do other people do that? Well, um, not, not really, I don't think. Um, so in between me writing the story and it getting approved by the person we've interviewed, it also has to be read um, in-house. So generally, whoever is in the office that day, I'll after I finish, I'll get them to read it or I'll send it out. One of our writers is out in California. She writes the wedding. So sometimes I'll send, depending on what story it is, the article to her to proof and she'll rework the article. And then I'll send it to Lucianne and Lucianne has to approve it. And once it gets the final approval from Lucianne, I can send it out to the person I've interviewed. And so um, what we do is we turn the article into a PDF and then we email it to them. Or in some special circumstances, if the person doesn't have email or 
um, is not able to look at the PDF or has more changes they need to make, I'll go to the person, I'll go back to where we interviewed them, and we'll make the changes together. So, um, no, that's not really common in the industry. I know newspapers don't do that, and it's just special circum circumstances. Um, I think that we do it. Uh, we really work hard to make sure that every article about a business that we produce is accurate to them and accurately tells their story. We don't want any misspellings. We don't want any inaccurate information. And we don't want to give an inaccurate representation of the business or what they do. Exactly. Because like, they might have an awesome, <clears throat> I don't know, bakery. Uh, but they didn't start it for a bakery. They started it for a charity that they wanted to do or whatever. Like. Or they started off as a cafe, and now they just exclusively have coffee. Right. So if we just said that they were a coffee shop, that's not even close to scratching the surface. So we want to we want to really show what they are actually doing. Right. And we want to make sure that the questions we asked in the interview were accurate to tell their story. Sometimes we don't ask the questions that are necessary to get the correct story published. And so that's another part of the process of when it's being approved by them. So if like we didn't ask what year their business started or we did ask and there was actually like two parts of that question and they didn't at the time answer the second part. So it's just, it's a really good way to gauge that we're having a good story going into the magazine and it's helpful. Yeah, and then after all that, we get to upload. Yeah, well, so I mean, there's more in between. There's layout, but that's a whole <laughs> different topic. Yeah, that's that's fun. That's but <laughs> uploading is—I haven't done it in a while, but it, it hasn't really changed. We've changed companies of who we get our magazine printed through, but the process is still the same. We upload it to the website for who prints it for us as and PDFs. Then, as PDFs, and then we have to go through and check, make sure that everything is correct, like the bleed make sure there's no photos getting cut off no words getting cut off mm -hmm. uh fonts have to be appropriate Uploaded, yeah so that way if there's a font that is personal use only then the site will reject it or mm -hmm. you know whatever so we have to make sure everything is right and that honestly sometimes can take an hour or it can take a day yeah so depending on what has to be changed um and we, we got this one uploaded monday and it it, it took about all day. There were, there were some things we had to correct and switch out and make sure pictures were the right size. Mm -hmm. But, you know, got it done. We want it to be right. Yeah. And we don't want, like, words overlapping, pictures that have reflections that aren't supposed to be there. Sometimes we shoot um, pictures in something called raw, which means it's... What's raw, Scott? Raw is... An uncompressed, unedited photo. So you can shoot in RAW where you have more dynamic range, more flexibility in editing the photo mm -hmm. versus shooting in JPEG where you shoot in JPEG, your camera automatically like, assumes yeah. what you want to be done to the photo. So it'll add saturation, it'll add contrast, it'll add you know exposure corrections or whatnot. And it'll be an edited photo that you can't really do much with. And that can sometimes make the difference in how good a photo looks. Um, we shoot raw because we want 
the best quality photo, the best looking photo to go in the magazine. Right. It's like, so I can shoot, if the sky is real great that day, I can shoot a little bit underexposed for the ground, but the sky will be correct. And then I can crank up the shadows and you can see the ground and the sky and everything is correct exposure. And it'll be like you were looking at it in person as opposed to having the sky completely blown out and not being able to see it. And it just, overall, the pictures look nice. I mean, we have really great pictures in the magazine. Scott's a wonderful photographer. And honestly... Yeah, he does a good job. <laughs> I mean, I'm super glad we have an in-house photographer. That way I'm not going out and shooting pictures willy-nilly. You shot pictures this last time. They turned out good. Yeah, but that's that's not my thing. Like, I did video production in college. I didn't do picture editing. I mean, I did Photoshop, but like... You know what you're doing, and I... Not really. I, I make it up as I go along. <laughs> but you know, like, oh, by looking at the photos I took, you were like, oh, I'd do an F-stop lower, whatever, to just to make it a little bit more crystal clear. And it, you know... It's just practice, knowing your camera. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But... Anyways, now we're uploaded in, like I said, we're getting ready for October, which actually we're about to start working on uh, yeah. this next week. So we got we to get, get moving on that. So right now I'm in the research phase of um, planning for the next month's stories, and I'm just get, collecting contact information, trying to find phone numbers, um, trying to get ready to put stories in categories. Um, sometimes we over plan for a magazine. So in October we had, um, two multi business stories that we were going to do and we're going to move one of them to November. And so, um, I can still go ahead and continue doing the research for that and planning. But as soon as this week is over, it's going to be, as soon as this week is over, it's going to be put on the, the back burner and then when it comes to November's um, planning week, I'll come back to it. See, for me, I am in a weird limbo stage where I'm halfway planning, halfway kind of waiting, and halfway doing some things. Like, I can do what ads come in early, and I can... Like, right now, I'm planning our photo shoot for the October issue, which was going to be spooky themed so i'm trying to figure out logistics of how we want to do a special effect in the photos i'm not gonna say what it is but we want to do a special effect so i'm trying to figure out how the best way to do that special effect is whether to do it in reality or to just photoshop it in i'm thinking i want to do it in person and i think i found a way mm. to do that so that's that's cool that's my planning is i'm thinking about the photos and the layout and what the aesthetic is going to be and while Scott is working on the spooky food shoot, since it is our October issue, we do a spooky food shoot, and then we do a regular food shoot. So I, um, last October, the regular food shoot was all my grandmother's German cooking recipes. And so this October is something similar. Um, it's more my dad's side of the family type deal. So I'm working on the logistics for that um, this time around. Also, in October, I'm thinking, I need to convince Anna. Oh, God. I want to do a horror slash scary podcast. Oh. So the building we work in supposedly might have a ghost or two. 
And so I'm thinking after hours, come in at dark, turn the lights off and tell a scary story. Like, <gasps> I'm all for that. I love scary stuff. I live for it. And I don't believe in ghosts. So um, I have been in this building after dark till nine o'clock at night uh, working on stories in the past just to write in the peace and quiet um, so I can get the work done all in one sitting. And Susan doesn't bother you? Okay, so I'm not going to lie. All the lights are off on the floor. I will turn all the lamps off in our bullpit. I will turn all the lamps on in our bullpit and um, close both the doors, close the lamp, the shades on the um, windows, and I will be deathly quiet. And, like, it is creepy because it's an old building and there is a lot of settling. And so, like... I've had paper thrown at me. The heck? <laughs> yeah, I was, you were God, Lucienne was God, I was here by myself, and I was looking to see if it was an air vent or something, but the air wasn't even on, and there's a sheet of paper on a table that's to our left, and it, my right. it flew off the table and landed at my feet, so that was fun. Oh, I gave the poor cleaning lady of the building a heart attack one day. <laughs> I came in early, it was probably 6.30 or so in the morning. And the cleaning crew was here, and she was vacuuming the steps, and she couldn't hear me. I kept, you know, trying to get her attention, you know, say, hey, I'm here. I'm trying to get past you. Go up the stairs. And she was just vacuuming away. And so I closed the door really hard, and she turned around and saw me, and she let out a blood-curdling scream and fell down the stairs. <laughs> Did she really fall down the stairs? She didn't fall down. She fell onto the stairs. Oh, my gosh, Scott. Oh, oh my, my God. gosh. It was so funny. The other cleaning lady saw it happen, and she was cracking up. So. Oh, my gosh. No, I've not had anything, because I'm in the office alone a lot. Like, if Lucianne's out selling Elizabeth, well, or the interns, whatever, um, if it's not a day they're supposed to be here and Scott's working part-time still... I'm I'm here by myself. Sometimes there will be people on the other side of the wall from the other office, but like I'm I've not I'm not had anything happening. I don't want anything to happen. Either, I, either I still we can don't do believe it here, in ghosts, but um either we can do it here or Lucienne has a really creepy basement. I am not going in her basement. <laughs> I, I I tried to go down the stairs last <laughs> October and I Physically could not go down the stairs. But, but ghosts don't exist, so let's... let's it wasn't the ghost thing, because ghosts don't exist. It is just, I, I'm i I'm terrified of stairs. Yeah, I do believe I get that. Demons, I don't but. like stairs either. Like, I, I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. And so, like, if I can see through the stairs, I don't like stairs. And Her stairs were moving. I couldn't do it. I could not physically make myself go down those stairs. I hate spiral staircases. Because they're really like thinner on one side than the other. And so I just think I'm going to fall through or not fall through, just fall down and then continue to fall down the spiral stairs. I, I, I don't know. I thought I was the only one that didn't like stairs. No, I've fallen uh, down my parents' uh, front porch stairs several times. I've also fallen up, uh, fallen up a set of stairs before, if that makes sense. Like yeah. tripped going up and fallen down and then like fell down. Yeah. We were so. in Pensacola one time and Allison wanted to go to the top of a lighthouse. Mm. And so I was like, all right, let's go. And a spiral staircase to the top of the lighthouse, which is already a negative for me. And then on top of that, it was like corrugated metal. So you could see through 
the spiral staircase. And then you had to be on one side because people were going down or going the other way. And I was holding onto the handrail like with a death grip going up. And we got like three quarters of the way up. And then Allison started feeling sick. So we had to turn around and go back down. And so I was holding on again to the handrail, just going as slow as possible. And like, everyone was laughing at me because there's a grown man like fearing for his life going down a spiral staircase. But I'm sorry, I can see, you know, 100 feet to the bottom of the lighthouse. That makes me uncomfortable. I used to be terrified of escalators. I got left at the top of one when I was like seven. There's, they're just stairs. Go down. I now like I could not get on the escalator to go down them. Terrified. So I'm over that. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> it was just a childhood fear. I just, but normal staircases, I still get kind of. Anyways, we got way off topic. What oh have, yeah. What, what have you been up to? Um. So I'm still settling into the new apartment. I finally have internet so I can start writing stories at home again with with internet instead of um, losing my mind. So with the last issue, I thought I lost one of my stories and um, was freaking out. And it just because I was working offline on it. And so um, I came to the, the computer here at the office and refreshed the page and everything disappeared and I lost my mind. Yeah, I was trying to calm you down, and you just kept yelling at me. Yeah. I, I was right. You were right, Scott, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. I feel very, very bad about you it. You should. I, I do, honestly. <laughs> I do. And um, settling into the apartment brings... Sorry, I, my phone just went off. Settling into the new apartment brings um, other hassles. I... So the walls and the ceiling and everything is textured in the apartment. So um, it makes it really difficult to have like command hooks on the wall, I guess. I don't know because we're... Yeah, because there's not a flat surface for it to attach to. And it's just difficult. It's, I don't know. But anyway, between four o'clock and six o'clock yesterday morning, we had um, one of our pictures that's been up on the wall for two weeks just violently fall off and scare the whole apartment building. So that was fun. The ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. Mm hmm. I don't. Okay. Why do you believe in ghosts? I'm not saying I do. Okay. I just think it's fun. You just that I don't believe in ghosts or just ghosts in general are ghosts fun? Ghosts in general. Scary stuff is just fun. I mean, scary stuff is fun. I just don't think ghosts are an actual corporate being. Corporate? <laughs> now I just picture you a ghost like, with like a, a, like a collar and a tie with a briefcase just floating through your house. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I've been on a spending spree. <laughs> Tell me more about that. So I I don't like to spend money. I Same. I like to think I'm relatively cheap. But when I do buy something, I buy something expensive. And I haven't bought anything in a long time. And now I have bought two expensive things and I still have like two more to go before I'm done <laughs> collecting all the things I need. I don't, I don't. I don't need them. Like I bought the microphone for work, which we didn't need. I just wanted a better one, 
and hmm. one for personal use at home. And it needs its own audio interface, so I need to purchase one of those. And then I make things as a hobby, and so I wanted a new bandsaw because mine is wimpy and can't cut anything, so I bought a larger one. And I also uh, could use a trim router, which is a... It, it makes things flush in woodworking. Like you put a piece of trim on, you put the router on, and it makes it flush against the edge. I could use one of those. So I'm also going to purchase one of those. And so, like I said, I don't spend a lot of money, but when I do, I spend a lot of money. So, so my wife always gets mad. She's like, you spend so much money. And I was like, yeah, but I haven't bought anything in the past six months, so I've probably spent the same amount as you. I just spent it all at once. Oh, I don't like your logic. <laughs> I I try and save a lot because if I don't have what in my head I think is a good amount of money to have saved, it makes me panic, and I'm a, I I'm a horrible saver. I am very pan- I'm a very panicky person. Like I Mm-mm. I will have panic attacks about stupid stuff like all the time. Did in high school, like, still do. That's what like my like I I'm not saving. Like, I, I do save. I have a savings. But, like, when I don't spend money for a long time, and I look, I'm like, hey, I got money. And I'm like, I could use this. Like, I don't know. You can't take it with you, so what's the point of keeping it? Like, I'll make more. Uh. <laughs> money has never stressed me out. Like, as long as I have enough to pay my bills, I don't care what I do with the rest of it. Money stresses me out. Being in a new apartment uh, stresses me out because... I did not have to buy any, pretty much anything to move into the apartment. Over the years, I've just been putting apartment stuff in a closet and not forgetting about it, knowing it was there, just not having to use it because mm. I lived with my parents. I was in college, whatever. And so, like, going into the apartment, I haven't had to buy much stuff except the stuff that I am having to buy is expensive. Is expensive. So, like, all last month's paychecks went towards was, like, activation fees and other stuff like that. And it's, this month shouldn't be. Electricity is so stupid expensive to turn on. Why does it cost so much to to flip a switch? It's, I don't get it. Mine was not nearly as expensive as yours was. You did the the flex pay, right? Yeah, I did this thing. I just paid the lump sum. Yeah. Oh, it's stupid. I I pay every paycheck, I put like $50 into this account, and then daily they subtract that day's amount of energy I used from that account. So that's stressful in a different way, but I can like handle that. Because just putting like $20 in here or there is okay. See, the only thing that, the only time money has stressed me out is kind of right now, because there's a lot going on. Like we were finishing my upstairs, we just had a kid, and Allison is on maternity leave, which really isn't maternity leave because hmm. they don't offer it. So she's using her disability insurance because apparently a baby is a disability. So, okay. But she hasn't gotten a check for that yet. So right now I'm having to pay for everything. And that's a lot. Because, hmm. I mean, if it was just up to me, I would not have the house or anything that I have now, I would probably live in a tiny home right. with a moped. Like, <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't afford all that. So right now I'm a little stressed, but 
I mean, it'll be fine in a couple of weeks when she gets a paycheck and we're good. But other, like, like, like most of the time, money doesn't stress me out. So I started saving for Christmas presents uh, in the middle of August. That's a lot of planning. I know. And that's how I am with things like that. Like, if I... I only found out in May that I had the opportunity to move into an apartment. And if I had known maybe a little bit before May, I could have started like an apartment fund so I wouldn't be spending all this money right now. Um, and I really regret not having done that. So that's why I started the Christmas fund. Cause I'm, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm a planner. Like I go to supernatural conventions cause why not? I mean, I have the money. Let's do it. But since I do have the money, I like to save up one for the hotel, two for spending money, three for like whatever else I need while I'm going to be in Nashville at the Supernatural Convention. Right. So like I have one, I have like cash that I've saved up for spending money. And then I have like, and I don't think I'm going to use all the cash that I've saved up for spending money. So, like, I, I understand spending sprees, but at the same time, it's like, if, I'm, if, I've, if I... Have like, saved that up, I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I get that, because I do that, too. Cause, but also, it's like, I do that when I take it out of my savings account. I don't like, have a savings account. Oh, that's weird. See, Is like, it? it? Yeah, a little bit. Because hmm. I have two separate accounts. I have my checking and my savings. But like my savings, if I take money out of that, that makes me sad because it gets significantly smaller. But this one's my checking account, like that goes down daily. So it, it, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. That's, that's interesting. Allison is kind of the way you are. She she likes to save up. She's saving. She wants to take our son to Disney World when he's five. And so she started when she found out she was pregnant, she started a savings account for Disney. So that way she can put a little bit in, and by the time we go to Disney, we'll have, you know, everything paid for. Flights, park, presents, you know, whatever. That would so. be really nice. That's I like know, a, That's right? a really good idea. Right? So, five years of spending for Dis- saving for Disney, I mean, I'm sure the price will go up in five years, but hopefully not that much. Yeah. That's a really... That's what I did. We were supposed to take a Disney cruise this December... And obviously, because of COVID, we're not doing that anymore. But I still have, like, the account that I... So I use Digit, which is a digital savings app. And it has an FDIC-secured location where they keep your money. And so, like, that's where my Disney savings are. And I'm like, do I want to deposit that back into my account since we're not going to Disney? If all this COVID stuff is over and we start planning for it again, do I want to have to save it all up again? So, like, I honestly don't know what I want to do. Spend or do it. see, I'm thinking about taking like come January, like a week trip somewhere with either my roommate or my best friends from college or something, and just going somewhere. Yeah, spend it. I don't know. Because if I got to talk to my sister-in-law, because she's the one that was planning the Disney cruise. And so if she wants to do one for December a year from now, if COVID has settled or we have a vaccine or whatever. Well, that's what like, we have flight vouchers because we were supposed to go to Seattle in March, April sometime. 
And obviously that didn't happen, but we have to book a flight before the end of the year. So we're going to plan for the same time period for a spring break because my wife's a teacher and just pretend 2020 didn't exist. But I mean, I don't know if we're going to be able to fly then anyway, but I don't know. We've been talking for 28 minutes, so we probably need oh, to Oh, jeez. I didn't even realize. Up. Yeah, we got off on money, which well, was not like at all what we were going to talk about today, but... Uh, that's okay. I mean, it was our one of our subtopics, and we already got the October food shoots out of the way, yeah, so, so I'm fine. All right. Well, today's my work from home day, but I'm here, <laughs> so I'm going to go back home and edit some photos for salted stuff. All right. I'm going to eat something. You haven't had lunch yet? No, I'm not taking a lunch. I'm doing a working lunch because uh, my brother's sick, oh. so I got to take off. I got to... Leave here at four thirty to go get Chinese soup for him and my mm. nephews and stuff. So, and then I've I've got to go to Sam's tonight. We got our Hello Fresh boxes, not sponsored. <laughs> and you know what? I kind of want Chinese. Ooh, that sounds. Tony way better and I need than, to do Hello Fresh. Oh, uh, dude, it's awesome. It's Hello like, Fresh. If you want to sponsor us, please give us a call. Oh yeah, sure. That's gonna happen. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's super great. We we were doing three meals a week. But now we're down to two. We've dropped it down when Allison's mom came and upped it from two people to four people. It just kept it at two people uh, or two meals a week for two people. But it's pretty great. It's, it's two days a week. We don't have to worry about what we're going to eat. And it's just, it's, it's good. And it makes a lot. Like, it I, does? I think you could eat four, like, at least with the sides. The, the meat is the proper portion, but I feel like the sides is enough to feed like eight people. Hmm. Anyways, all right. That's it for this week. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Check us out on Spotify and iTunes. You can also find us on our website. And hopefully on YouTube. And on YouTube. I will start doing that soon. There will probably be a few flooded on YouTube at once and then regularly posted the same day as the podcast. But that's it for this week. Bye. Bye. Bye.